Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alvern and I enjoy helping women who want to live a life of time and freedom become wildly successful using proven organic marketing strategies so that they can finally achieve those lifelong dreams with confidence. In today's episode, we'll be looking at 15 productive things you can do instead of TV. So tell me, are you bored and looking for something productive to do instead of TV? Need some spare time ideas? Watching TV has been and continues to be a favorite pastime for many, many households. So let's look at the statistics around this activity. In 2017, the average U.S. consumer spent 238 minutes daily watching TV. However, in the UK, the average is 19 hours of TV every week. It appears that the older you get, the more time is spent watching TV because the average American over 65 spends 4 hours and 20 minutes on average watching TV every single day. In a recent study by Nielsen and Statista, it shows that the average number for older adults is closer to actually 7 hours a day. And I've left an image or graphic uh, in the show notes that shows you um, adults between the ages of 18 and 65 and how many on average they spend. But just to let you know, so between the ages of 18 and 34, it's one hour and 54 minutes. Between the ages of 35 and 49, it's three hours and 43 minutes. Between 54, sorry, between 50 and 64, it's five hours and 50 minutes. And then 65 plus, it's seven hours and 15 minutes. So the average across all of those adults between the age, ages of 18 and 65 is about four hours and 27 minutes. If the average time spent watching TV by US adults is four hours and 27 minutes a day, it works out around 1,869 minutes a week. That equates to over 31 hours a week. Wait a minute. That's a whole day and seven hours spent watching TV every single week. In this particular podcast, we will look at a few things. What could be harmful with this activity over the long term and what you can do to be more productive when it comes to spending time in your life. The effects of of, uh, TV on the brain and body. Let's have a quick look at that. If the only challenge around watching TV was a matter of loss of time alone, then it would not be such a big problem. However, according to a study conducted across 3,662 adults over six years, it was discovered that people who watched three and a half hours of TV every day had a decline in verbal memory. This decrease in verbal reasoning was as much as between 8 to 10% according to a study by Daisy Fancourt, who has a PhD, and she is from the University College uh, London. Another study by Harvard Health found that prolonged TV viewing is associated with cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, and premature death. Strangely enough, watching 20 hours or more of TV was found to reduce sperm count by close to 50% in males between the ages of 18 and 22. This was found in a different study by Harvard Public Health. The most disturbing of them all is the fact that too much TV also reduces the rate of colon cancer survival. 
And that's based on an article that was found in the Journal of Clinical Oncology. So, so far, not a very pretty site. And if you want access to the direct links to all of these studies, you can head on over to successunscrambled.com forward slash instead dash of dash TV. All right, so now we're going to look at change, what changing habits. You might think, you're thinking at this point that it is so hard to give up TV. And I know what, I agree with you. I gave up TV about 10 years ago. And the fact is, it's very hard to give up TV. And you're totally, absolutely correct. I don't have a television in my house at all whatsoever. That's one of the ways to give up TV. But let's look at something a little bit further. Watching TV has been classed as a hidden addiction. According to a study that was done by the National Center for Biotechnology, again, that link is in the show notes, it goes on to talk about the prevention and treatment of this particular addiction. One such treatment is for individuals to keep a diary of the time that is spent watching TV. Once you keep a diary of time, at least you'll know exactly you know, what you were doing before you started watching TV and then you know what you did after. And then you can keep a track over every day about, you know, what you could do instead. So that's one good way of keeping a diary. You know, you, you become more accountable. Other types of treatment include socializing in places where there's no access to TV, which is a good idea because now everywhere you go, the doctor's office, the gym, um, the uh, coffee shop, nearly everywhere you go, the um, restaurant, nearly everywhere has a TV. And you just cannot seem to get away or escape from it. But they don't have them in parks, you know, areas with fresh air. Um, so developing non-TV habits is also mentioned as being very important. A health psychology researcher by the name of Philippa Lally and her team conducted research and discovered that it takes approximately 66 days to form a new habit. Again, I've left a link in the show notes, show notes so you can actually get access to that research. The question is, are you willing to switch off the TV for three months or even get rid of the TV altogether so that you can form a new healthy productive habit. If you're wondering what you can do instead of TV then let's look at a list of possibilities. So I've I've created a list of activities for adults not necessarily children now because this is all adult focus. With children it's very easy you know they listen to you well depending on the age <laughs> they listen to you and they wouldn't watch tv like my kids actually don't watch tv but the problem is ah, the internet of course social media that kind of a thing access to all of these other devices um but uh yeah let's let's stay focused on the tv bit for the time now for adults maybe another time i look at children i'll see how i get on so as a parent i learned a long time ago that in order to help children to give up on unhealthy or bad habits, it makes sense to replace them. So instead of telling your child, stop drawing on the walls, you sit with them and show them how drawing on paper or in a, you know, a writing pad is a lot more fun. The same concept applies to us as adults. The moment we stop doing one thing, there's a need to fill that gap. You may already have a list of things that you can do instead of TV. However, here are some spare time activities if you are absolutely stuck and you're looking for inspiration as to what you can do uh, instead of spending time on watching TV. So number one on the list, and this one is not biased to any gender, is baking and cooking. Probably should have been two separate things, but you can do one or the other really it's up to yourself. 
Maybe you've always wanted to learn to bake cakes, cookies, or extravagant, extravagant casseroles, or maybe starters, or maybe curry, or, you know, whatever might seem uh, possible or exciting to you, but you just never seem to have the time. Instead of TV, grab your favorite recipe book, or hop onto YouTube and focus on finding specific recipes. Because YouTube, YouTube can be a time suck as well and drag you into next thing you know, you end up watching a whole movie or movies back to back. Uh, stay away from YouTube if you know you have a tendency to do that. Because if YouTube fuels your TV habits, then stick to your favorite food blogger. So you might have a specific blogger and you only go to that specific particular channel. Forget about other suggested um, channels and heading down rabbit holes or just go to the food bloggers website stay away from youtube altogether because most of the food bloggers actually have videos on their um on their blogs or you can even get a recipe app there's lots and lots of apps available where people actually um, offer recipes and videos of those recipes in the form of an app which you can use on your tablet so you can have a tablet open and you have a nice little stand for it in the kitchen and you can swipe through to different things um, that's happening on that uh, recipe app and you can prepare that meal. So these these two um, activities are also great non-TV activities for couples as well. So if it is um, your, your significant other is the one that is luring you to watch the TV, you know, get together with them and him or her and prepare a meal, you know, maybe twice, once or twice a week. Uh, the next one is quite exciting. It's number two on the list is science experiments. A great spare time activity if you are scientifically inclined. Uh, there are so many hobby shops selling kits that are suitable for adults. And if it is you don't want to go to a hobby shop and buy a kit, guess what? You can find um, online, uh, what do you call those? Uh, videos that show you how to make different science experiments. So I know long time ago there was this, uh, I think it's a YouTube channel or even a website called Myth Mythbusters. Um, but a lot of them actually use, like they have an entire garage full of, you know, junk that they use for the experiments. But, you know, and they always say, don't try this, these things at home. But the ones that you can try at home, maybe head over to their channel or to their website, and have a look and you can buy the stuff, you know, via Amazon or whatever. Of course, you need to ensure that you don't take these experiments so far as to blow up the house. So just remember, whenever you see, they say, don't try these at home, stay safe. Wear goggles uh, wear ne when necessary and gloves, etc. There's no point in harming yourself just <laughs> to um, get out of watching television. So if you're looking for things to do with no TV or internet, this could be a good one as the instructions actually come in the box or on websites, etc. You can even get together with friends with similar interests and make it a competition or even start your own YouTube channel where you actually do an experiment every week, um, like Myth Mondays or something like that. Uh, another thing that you can do is... Uh, not just experiments, but you can build things. So maybe you want to um, build an Italian uh, stone oven in your back garden or, um, you know, those DIY, DIY kind of experiments, those things that you can do as well uh, from home quite safely. Uh, renovate the kitchen, renovate, you know, whatever it is. 
Um, that's another thing that you can do when it comes to activities that don't involve uh, watching TV. Number three on the list is learn to play an instrument. This one may not be the first thing that comes to mind, but it is such a productive hobby. I've been to so many places where they need a musician. Does anybody play the guitar or the piano? You know, you you go somewhere and you look, or you, you get together with a, like a family reunion or whatever, and uh, you want someone to, who can play an instrument so that you guys can sing whatever song you want to sing. Is it me? Or is the world more interested in it instantly listening to music rather than becoming a creator? I never thought that I would have the ability to play the guitar, but I have started learning thanks to my daughter. Believe it or not, I also performed a piece for my neighbor this past weekend. Sorry, no photos or videos available to prove it, but trust me, I did it. Number four on the list is start a bullet journal. This may not sound like a very productive idea at first, but bullet journaling is something that you can uh, do because it has become popular over the last few years. And I'm saying don't do it because everybody's doing it, but a lot of people found it helped them to achieve their goals much quicker and to keep track of their life much better. A big secret is why, bullet journal, why, why, <laughs> why you should start a bullet journal is that you can track your life. So you can track your habits, so you can track your goals, you can track a whole lot of other things, and you can also obviously plan ahead for big, you know, big dreams. Uh, do you have any sort of goals that you have wanted to achieve over the last say, three to five years, but you failed? If the answer is yes, then you need to go also go check out my resource on how to set and achieve goals. Uh, because you can get a bullet journal, but if you don't know how to set goals and achieve them, you can be find yourself in a very tricky situation where you're still stuck anyway. So I've left a link in the show notes again. Head over to successunscramble.com forward slash instead dash of dash TV. Okay. Number five on the list is create a bucket list. So this comes in hand in hand with your bullet journal. Um, so you might want to do the reverse. You might want to create a bucket list and then from your bucket list, then um, start a bullet journal. One of my favorite things to do to make is to make plans for the future and then check them off as or check the items off the list as I achieve them. This is such a good substitute for watching TV. Recently, I wrote about 50 things to do before 50, and I am already surprised about how much progress I've made. Have you ever thought about making a realistic pocket list? Did you manage to achieve many things on that list? Uh, if you're looking for some inspiration or motivation, then check out my crazy 50, 50th birthday pocket list ideas. I've left the link in the show notes again, successunscramble.com forward slash instead dash of dash TV. All right, number six, plan a menu for 30 days. You're probably thinking that I've gone crazy, but hear me out as I explain this idea. A great way to get more time in your life is through planning. I'm always trying to find ways to save time at home and one way I did it is by creating meal plans for long periods of time. My supermarket, for example, has a list of items every week that is on special offer, which is accessible online. So before I go to shop, I already know what I'm going to buy. I would plan meals based on those offers and purchase these items in bulk 
and make extra an extra batch and freeze it. So the week that there are offers that are not attractive, like they would have things like, let's say they have something like radishes, celery, like things that wouldn't necessarily make a meal together. Okay. I would, the week that they have offers that are not attractive, or if I'm stretched for time, all you need to do then is head into the freezer and pick out, pick out a complete meal. So sometimes I even cook rice, rice in bulk and I'll have that in the freezer as well. So I have a complete meal. I'll have the rice, the carbs, the protein, the veg, I'll freeze veg, and veg as well. Just in case you're thinking that veg can freeze well, I've experimented with freezing veg. So I have frozen uh, stir fry veg. Perfect. Put it in the freezer. As soon as it's done, of course, it's cooled down a little bit. You stick it in the freezer. Of course, don't leave it there for months and months and months. That's not the idea. The idea is you have it there probably for a month max, maybe two months at a stretch, you know, like if you have a whole load um, and it'll be fine. And then you pick it out of the freezer and leave it at all. Don't, uh, the trick about freezing items is don't uh, take it out of the freezer just when you need to eat it. Take it out the night before, let it thaw out all the way out, and it's just as fresh as it went into the freezer the next day. Perfect. And you just take out how much ever you need and eat it over a two to three day period, and you can cook fresh then again. But the thing that actually eats up a lot of time is obviously house chores and cooking. That's at least for me. And I, I also, I, I enjoy cooking, I don't really mind it. But if I want to save time over the long term, it might be an hour, two hours a week, or three hours a week, or maybe more for you. Maybe it'd be six or eight hours a week you're saving cooking. Once you've you've developed this habit, then you realize you have now have extra time to do things that you really, really wanted to do. It might be going hiking or, you know, spending time with friends, socializing, helping out in the community, that kind of a thing. So this will save you so much time and you'll have also have tons of cash <laughs> because you don't need to order a takeaway meal. So you, you, you can shop, uh, depending on the supermarket you shop in, my local supermarket, I can buy, you know, a whole week of food for say $30, $30 for example. And many times I will have stuff left over for the following week. So I won't have to spend as much as the next week. And I would see people spending $100, $200, $200 a week on shopping. If I'm only spending 30, I've, I've already managed to save 70 to $170 that I can use or invest for my retirement or a project that I'm working on, etc. And that over time, over long term, over a year, that's a lot of money saved. And take away, for example, um, you spend 30 euro, you get a whole week of shopping done, or $30, a whole week of shopping done. And Takeaway meal is easily $10, $10-$20 for a takeaway meal. So when you compare that with, you know, buying your shopping to cook and you freeze some of it, that's a huge, huge saving over the long term. Okay, so something for you to consider. I'm not saying that you have to do this, but, you know, find ways to really um, make your life meaningful, successful, and to live within your means and you know, use it. Use the extra money that you've um, you've saved to help others and to um, you know to accomplish long term goals that you might have. 
speaking of helping others, number seven on the list, uh, do you know the people in your neighborhood? In every community across the world, there are always groups of people, you know, with similar interests. In my neighborhood, for example, there's a local magazine to let you know what's happening. They have support groups for the elderly. There is also a group for separated and divorced people and even one for hikers. If you're stuck, just turn up at your local community center to learn more. So if you are still wondering what to do instead of watching TV, think about how you can help uh, in your neighborhood. Eight on the list is improve a skill. We are all we all have talents that were developed as a child with some new ones that came into being as a teenager. Recently, I was speaking to a friend who's a nurse and she is also a talented artist. She told me that she's too busy doing her makeup to find time to draw. You know, it's all about priorities. Of course, this does require a bit of self-evaluation and emotional struggles. What are those talents that you can take to another level? All right, number nine. Are you ready? Start a business. Oh no, she didn't say that. Have you ever dreamt of starting a business, but you were too scared? Now is a good time to revisit that dream. You probably, you're probably thinking that starting a business is too hard and you don't have money. It is possible that you don't have $20,000 lying in a bank account somewhere. Did you know that it's possible to get started in business with a very small investment? You can check out my resource that I did a couple months back and uh, where I show you how to start a business with no money in a weekend. And I have 25 examples in that resource. So head on over to success unscramble.com forward slash instead dash of dash TV. And you'll see the link in the show notes that shows you how you can get started in business for little or no money uh, in just a short weekend. Number 10, plan your retirement. At what age will you retire? Maybe you're thinking that you are way too young to consider or plan for retirement. Did you know that 87% of the elderly living in poverty are women? I found this out when I was reading the Kim Kiyosaki's book, It's Rising Time. Kim goes on to say that many women refuse to get actively involved in their financial planning for the following reasons. Number one, they have little knowledge. Two, find the topic confusing and overwhelming. And three, they have no time. Many years ago, I decided that I do not want to be part of the statistics. I started educating myself financially. You should do the same. It does sound and even look scary at first, but it can be so much fun. And this definitely falls into the category of things to do with no TV. No need to look at a TV. You head on online. Um, and I know there's a website called LearnVest that's specially designed to help women with financial education. So head on over and do your research and find um, you know the best blog or resource that will help you become educated about your financial um, your financial status and financial education. All right, eleven. Become a creative. Two years ago, if you asked me to create a graphic for something, I would be totally stuck. I was just like, I'm not a, I'm not a creative head of, you know, find somebody else. 
I am not an artist at all, but I decided I needed to learn if I wanted to be a marketer. Fast forward two years and I've created images, ebooks, cheat sheets, and checklists. You may not think that it would be possible for you, but trust me, it was not easy for me, but it was so worth it. My daughter's an artist and she always says, better takes time. I'll say it again, better takes time. All right, 12 on the list. Start a blog. Start a blog. Have you ever wanted to become a writer? Or put these thoughts, those thoughts from your head on a, on a piece of paper. It has become so easy for anyone to start a blog because the internet has leveled the playing field. Although a blog can lead to a business, it is a less scary way to get into business and it is a brilliant career for introverts. Check out the free resource I have available that walks you through how to start a blog in 10 days or less. You can head over to the show notes, successunscramble.com forward slash invest, sorry, <laughs> successunscramble.com forward slash instead dash of dash TV. 13. Meet old friends. When was the last time you met with friends from high school, college, or old jobs? Maybe you hate them, find them disgusting, uh, or whatever the reason is, I don't know. Many of us are so busy that we have no time to socialize. If you decide to start a bullet journal, this could be one of the, your goals for this year. High school reunions can be quite intimidating. However, you can meet with friends for a snack or meal and avoid those sort of high pressure environments where you know all the old friends meet up from high school. Uh, there's a website called Meetup as well. It has many groups with special interests that you can even meet new friends using this method methodology. All right, number 14, a new group sport. Another cool way to reignite those old relationships is by getting involved in a group sport like tennis, badminton, golf, canoeing, or even rowing. You will be killing two birds with one stone. I know, sorry. I literally love birds. I'm not saying to kill birds, but you'll be literally killing two stones with one birds. You will not only kick the TV habit, but you also improve your health and build strong friendships with these people. Also remember that running, cycling, walking, and hiking can also be done in groups of two or more. Number 15, are you ready? Have you ever wanted to travel the world in 52 weeks? Yes, a round world trip. Any idea why you have not done it yet? Many of us have these big dreams to do amazing things, but we fail to, fail to execute these plans for own, one reason only. What's that reason? Lack of planning. Planning is what makes things happen. Yes, traveling around the world costs money, so start saving and mapping out your route. Stop using the kids as an excuse because as soon as the, your kids get big enough and move out, you'll find another reason why you can't travel the world. I was looking at the new and improved Skyscanner over the weekend and you can find flights at ridiculously low prices. They have this new feature called Mashup, which is so cool. Now that you Now is a great time to start planning your dream trip. So Mashup... What it does is it's like a self-transfer service. So obviously, 
you better off, you know, well, you're really better off. Normally you travel, you book a flight from, and the whole thing from A to B. What Skyscanner allows you to do is book them individually because they're cheaper. And it means that the flight that you're traveling on doesn't know that you have a connection. That, that's, that doesn't interest them. And that's why you have to sort of leave hours, maybe five hours um, between um, one flight and the other. Because just in case there's a delay or whatever that is. But it's cool because you can use it to travel the world. And if it is you take one year off work, you're not in a hurry. If there's a delay and you only pay, say, $20 for the flight and you've missed the flight, it's not a, such a big deal because you only pay $20 for it. So now is a great time to start planning that dream trip um, of yours and no more excuses. I mean, like, get with it. This is so exciting. So you and I are given approximately 70 years of life on this earth. That equates to 3,640 3, weeks or 25,550 days. If you watch 31 hours of TV every week from the age of 25, it would mean that you, your TV is stealing 2,340 days of your life. In fact, 2,340 days is equal to 334 weeks or 28 months. That's a whole two years plus of your life. Are you really going to let 28 months of your life be dedicated to watching TV? After all, we already spend over 204,000 hours of life in bed every night sleeping over a 70-year period. So it makes more sense to use the time you have left wisely to accomplish your purpose or develop meaningful friendships. What is your favorite productive thing to do instead of TV? Remember to subscribe to the Success Unscrambled podcast where you will be the first to hear what's happening in the entrepreneurial and digital marketing world. Your positive review of this particular podcast is vital to keeping it alive and running for the next 12 to 24 months. So please leave a positive review for us on iTunes or Spotify or any of your favorite podcast players. Are you looking for more help to overcome your struggle with watching TV? No problem at all. I left a resource, uh, re I have a resource um, called, or that shows you how to stop watching TV in 30 days. I've left a link in the show notes, head over to successunscrambled.com forward slash instead dash of dash TV. Do you need help to find the necessary motivation to get started on your new habit? You can check out my resource that shows you how to get motivated. I've left a link in the show notes. If you're at the very start of your journey and you're wondering you know, what's possible in life and you just don't know what to do with your future, then you can take a look at the seven books for entrepreneurs or bloggers. I've left a link again in the show notes. If you're a startup or small business and you need to hire a virtual assistant to complete tasks, for example, social media, blogging, keyword research, or Pinterest account management, then take a look at the packages I have available. I've left a link in the show notes. All right, that's it for today. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now. Bye.